Just a quick note, our philosophy here on Two Teas in a Pod is to use English in its most natural form. So a few bad words might slip through the net every now and then. This episode contains adult language. Welcome to the podcast, Two Teas in a Pod. Welcome to the podcast, two teas in a pod. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back. My name's Tim. I'm Katie. And here we are again for another lovely episode of Two Teas in a Pod. That's right. We haven't said our names in a while. But, well, you know. We just did. We did. Yeah. How there have you go. been, Katie? I've been good, man. How are you? Good. Not bad. It's a Tuesday night. Bit tired. So <laughs> raring to go. Yeah. And raring to talk about food. Indeed. The topic of this week's uh, podcast is we are picking our dream menu. This is an homage to uh, Ed Gamble and James Acaster's off-menu podcast. Um, hope you don't mind, guys, but we've stolen your concept for one so episode good. only. One episode only. We're massive fans and it's all out of love. Uh, what do we have to do on this uh, uh, episode, Katie? Okay, so we have got to choose our favorite or the start. Well, basically, the concept is you can choose any food from any time, place, or reality. Exactly. Your dream menu. Whatever, whatever you want it to be. So it can be, you know, like the something your mum made when you were a kid. Or it can be something you make or something you had in a restaurant one time or something you'd like to try. Absolutely yeah. anything. The world is your oyster. Yeah, <gasps> it could be an oyster Damn, that you tried down. on a specific beach in Hawaii in 1974 yeah. and it was the best fucking oyster you've ever had. Oh, well. Excuse my French. <laughs> I wonder what the beach was like. The beach was like in Hawaii in 1974. It was great. I was there. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm not that old. When you were, should we get on with it? Then? Out. Come on, let's get on right, with it. Right. So first, first things first. We've got to decide on when the waiter comes to your comes to your table. You've got to decide on what kind of water you like. Yeah. So still a sparkling water, Tim. Uh, still water for me. I don't like sparkling water. Do you not? not? Into it. No, never liked it. I'm getting more into it as an, as as I get older. I think it's a sign of age. Really? It makes me feel sophisticated. But why? What is it about sparkling water that you like? I don't know. It's sort of an alternative to beer, I suppose, for me. Like, if I'm like... A rubbish alternative (laughs) to beer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't don't want to... I don't really like, like, Coke or anything like that. So, you know, it's a nice... It's like a a posh, grown-up alternative. I feel like an adult... I feel in control of my life. I've got fizzy water. Well, maybe it's because I love fizzy, fizzy drinks. I love Coca-Cola and Fanta. And so probably because sparkling water is just not, doesn't taste of anything. I'm used to sparkly things being either boozy, alcoholic, mm. or sweet. So maybe it's just eh, boring. Mm. Still water all the way. Too I like, much of a child. Yeah, I am a man child. <laughs> um i like uh now i buy we get proper still mineral water 
in the past, I'd, well, in England, I'd drink tap water all the time. You can't really do listen, that in Spain. Tap, tap water. Listen, filtered tap water. Filtered water. I'm all in. If, listen, if it was, if it was a choice between filtered tap water, plastic free or sparkling, um, filtered tap water all the way through, all the way, all the way. All the way. And through. <laughs> and back out the other side. <laughs> um, so you go for sparkling, I go for still. There we go. No, no, I go for still. Listen, listen, mate. Let's make it still, but it's got to be filtered tap. Okay, fair enough. Get passionate about it. Getting really passionate about this. I've spent about 10 minutes on water. (laughs) Right, next thing is, we've got to decide. Poppadoms or bread, Tim? Poppadoms or bread? Um, What is a poppadom, for those people who don't know what a poppadom is? If you've not tried Indian cuisine, uh, you might not know what a poppadom is. A poppadom is like a big, round nacho, a big, round crisp. Yeah. About the size of a plate. Yeah. Thin, crispy. Uh, it's got um, cumin seeds in it. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit spicy. Typically, you get it served. Um, you get like a whole one to yourself. Mm. And then you have different dips. So you normally have mango chutney, like a sweet mango jam. Man, this is a mistake to this before dinner. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is Doing dangerous. this episode hungry. <laughs> um, you also get, normally get a mint dip as well so minty, minty maybe like dip. a like a pickly one like a lime pickle oh i love a lime Ooh, pickle oh gosh oh man Make yeah ben, ben agrees ben's in on that one um so poppadoms are good i love a poppadom yeah but i'm not gonna have a poppadom and then not have a curry yeah it'd be a so, bit weird are you not having a curry then no i'm not having a curry we don't know each other's menus by the way guys no idea so bread covers more things right it's more of a wider choice yes i would agree um what's the best bread i've ever had i know mine why okay, you think what's about yours? yours okay so the best bread i've ever had was at a restaurant in london that me and my maybe it's because me and my sister paid for it i don't know but it was a very expensive restaurant in london that me and my sister took my dad and my mum too for my dad's 60th birthday and we had the most amazing sourdough bread Oh, it was delicious. It was crusty on the outside, soft and kind of fermented tasting on the inside. Ooh. Ooh, delicious. And then we had, like, there was like a kind of a malty bread as well, like, it was like brown and kind of like fermented and just delicious. But the best thing, Tim, about this bread. What was the best thing? The best thing was the butter, mm-hmm. which was salted caramel infused what? butter. That's sick. You're <laughs> sick. Caramel in your butter. No, it was delicious, mate. It was. You mean sick as in that's excellent, or sick as in that's disgusting? Disgusting. No. <laughs> Shut up. It was delicious. It was salty and sweet, and then I spread on top of that like a malty, sourdoughy. Maybe you're convincing me. Tim. It was good. Yeah. It's one of the best things I've ever put in my mouth. Mm. That sounds weird. moving on um my favorite bread i think there's a really good bakery here in barcelona called uh yellow bakery mistral oh the universitat there's also a very good bakery called yellow bakery oh really they do not a sponsor but we'd like to be (laughs) (laughs) send us free bread yes they do really good um proper baguettes you know the thing, if you go to a bakery here, if it has 
You know, if the bottom of the uh, baguette has like all those little dots on it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That means that it's frozen. It was cooked from frozen. Ah. Uh, so look out for that. That means that the bird's been cooked from frozen. But if it doesn't, and if it's sort of like more, I don't know, more of an uh, ununiform shape, like a strange shape, mm. then it shows that it's proper the good shit. It's proper. It's proper the good shit. So they do really good bread there. So I say I could have a bit of that with some salted butter, definitely salted butter. But would it be salted caramel? I'm not sure. May I'm going to make some. I'm going <laughs> to learn how to make salted caramel and sourdough and force you to eat it. Okay. Actually, in the last episode, you talked about, in a previous episode, it might have been the last one. We don't know when it came out. Yeah. Go on. Um, you talked about making bread. Ah, yeah. Olive and tomato bread. And I bet you salt caramel wouldn't go with that. However, if you made your bread yeah. without the, the olives and the tomatoes and put my salt caramel butter, which I'm going to learn how to make, you'd love it. Okay. It'll be the bomb. That's the end of that. Right. Let's move on. Come on. We've been Moving talking on. about bloody... Anyway, baguette. What are you going to have? You're going to have a baguette? From Miss Tran. Oh, yeah. With the salt butter. Right. So, starters. 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 Ready, set, start. Oh, um, what's your favourite starter, Katie? Right, I've got a plethora. I've got too many as well. I'm going to try and whittle it down, but you go, go for it. Whittle it, it down. Whittle it down. That's a good word. Yes. To reduce. To reduce it. So, I have got a mix. Either it's going to be a burrata of mozzarella Ooh, with Jesus. the best tomatoes you've ever had in your life. A bit of basil and a bit of green. Ooh, and just that like melty, melty burrata. It was just like you, oh, it's like a firm skin. And then you like put your knife into it. And it just explodes with just juicy mozzarella-ness. And it's just delicious. It goes everywhere. And you have some nice crusty bread as well now oh. to dip it in. Oh, and a bit of balsamic vinegar. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Burrata is so good. Right. So that's, on the, that's, that's, that's there. That's one the of next them. one. Also cheese. You gotta say them all, then you gotta choose one of them, okay? Fine. That's also cheese. It's a deep fried camembert Ooh. with a bit of a black currant jammy saucy thingy. Wow. God, That's, yours are good. It's gonna be crumbed as well, crumbed. Bread crumbs like on the bread outside. Bread crumbed on the outside. Another one is uh, absolute absolute fave, family fave, which is prawns mm-hmm. and Mary Rose sauce. I love a prawn cocktail. Which like is a prawn, it's prawn, prawn cocktail. cocktail. It's prawn yeah. cocktail. So prawn cocktail, prawn, Mario sauces, catch, literally ketchup and mayonnaise ketchup mixed and together. Ketchup and mayonnaise, yeah. Thousand Islands. <laughs> Just What's like it called? Sounds awful, but... My so mate just, calls it fancy sauce. Fancy sauce. <laughs> fancy. <laughs> prawn with some fancy sauce. Fancy sauce. Ketchup and, and mayonnaise and mixed then together. And avocado. Ooh, yeah. That was our Christmas dinner starter. Always. Since always. It's always been. Yeah. It's a good or... One. Hate. there's a few here smoked mackerel and oat cake crackers how many have you got <laughs> uh, one two three four five six, six. Uh, yeah oysters <laughs> <laughs> oysters with shallot vinegar sauce that's good that's because i just decided that randomly uh or the best tortilla i've ever had tortilla de patata which was in san sebastian oh they brought it out 
And again, it was just juicy and delicious, a bit like, you know, compare it to that burrata mozzarella. Oh, Man, yeah. That was Perfect. so fucking good. And then, here's a bit more exotic one. When my mum and dad lived in Malaysia, we used to go to a restaurant called the Taj. Mm-hmm. Indian restaurant. It's Indian, Malay- Indian Malaysian cuisine. And they did roti, which are like, you know what roti are? They're like kind of, it's a bit like a... Oh, I don't know. It's like a, a bread. A flat bread. It's a flat bread that's been kind of just really well made with like a dal, like a chick's lentil sauce, a dal sauce mm. with that. Oh, mate. It was all that's handmade good. there in front of you, in front of your eyes. But I think to wind all that up, I think I'm going to go You have to with... choose one. You can't have eight. No, you can't have eight. <laughs> like if I had a small... No, it's fine. I'm just going to go with one. Which one? And that is the burrata with the delicious yeah. tomatoes. Bit of basil, bit of rocket. Can't beat it. Salt. Mm. And I think I'm just going to go with that. It's great. Keep I it love simple. a burrata. I love yeah. it. It's great. Um, How about you? Mine. Well, I haven't got as many of you as you. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone overboard. I might do like a... Well, I, I went to a, a place uh, just last weekend where they did... A festival of croquettes. I'm not going to choose the croquettes, but I like the idea of a festival. <laughs> so it was like four or five different flavors of croquettes on one plate. Nice. I've never heard it called a festival before. So mine's going to be a festival of fish. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, some of the best fish I've ever tried, I don't know if I've spoken about this on the po- podcast before. We were on holiday in Portugal in the Algarve and uh, with my family and we got on this little fishing boat that takes you to uh, to see the blue lagoon. The blue lagoon, I think it was. So it's like a really beautiful part of the sea with some really beautiful caves. And the guy, I think you have talked about this, but the, I can't remember. Really? Go on. Um, but the guy on his boat had a little hot plate on the back of the boat, like a little grill on the back of the boat. We got out into the middle of the well, just off the coast, and this beautiful place where you could see all the fish. All the sardines down below. Oh my. And he threw fishing lines over the side and he fished sardines straight out of the sea, straight onto the grill. What? Nothing like fresh fish. Yeah. That like sounds amazing. From the sea, onto the grill. Cooked Did them. he kill him first or just put them on live? I think he smashed their heads in or something, but he killed them and then we cooked them and ate them and they're the freshest, like most delicious sardines. Oh and gosh. then we threw all the, all the sardine bones back in and watched all the other sardines eat them. That is cannibals. horrific. <laughs> cannibals. But I think it was just because I was quite young and it's like the context as well. I was with my family and it was like this little Portuguese Like really guy. like fresh, like fish mm-hmm. that you've just, you've just seen it alive yeah. and now you're eating it. Just eating it with your fingers, like on the side of a boat. And and a bit casual. Yeah, it was great. So on my fish, my festival of fish, one little corner of the plate is going to have a couple of those sardines. Cool. Um, or another thing is uh, tuna tataki. Have you tried that? I think so. It's the way you have what like tuna, where you cook it just for a, a second on the side. So it's basically raw in the middle. And mm. it's like just cooked around the it's outside. It's kind of steaky. Yeah. And there's a, there's a restaurant just under my house that does it with um, some like reduction sauce and mango. So little slices of oh mango my. chopped up and put on the top of it. Oh my. It's really, really good. The festival of fish. So that's another corner. It's another corner and the third corner. There's only three corners on my plate. All oh, right. So it's a triangle. It is. So when you say festival, you mean tri- a triangle of fish. A, yeah. <laughs> three different types of fish. And the other little corner is going to have 
uh, calamari. Like, <gasps> I was obsessed with it when I was a kid. Whenever we went on holiday, calamari. Whenever I was on holiday, uh, we went to Greece quite a lot. We went to Greek islands because they were really cheap in the nineties, late eighties. Um, and we always used to get whatever we went. I was just I want calamari and I want calamari for a starter and I want it for this main course. Just <laughs> give me, give me as much as you can. It's great, like really lightly fried, lightly coated. Oh man, um, there's nothing better. Than, nothing nothing better. better than calamari. With I had a, a calamari sandwich the weekend. Oh mate, I had the best calamari sandwich in in Canada last summer as well. <sighs> Random. So good. Okay, so that's your that's your festival of fish. Festival of fish. Calamari. Calamari, sardines from the little old man's boat in Portugal, uh, tuna tataki from underneath my house with mango. Boom. Sounds great. Hello, my name's Claire, and um, I'm going to tell you about my perfect meal. Um, I would start off with a classic Negroni, which is a gin, Campari and vermouth drink. It's quite bitter, so it gets your... Um, taste buds going, very, very good um, thing to get you going for the beginning of the meal. I like them a lot. They're a slightly Marmite drinking that some people love and hate them, but made well, probably one of the best things to get you started for a dinner. Um, for my starter, there were many options. One of them being chicken liver parfait, which a lot of people bog at. But I would probably have a classic prawn cocktail with avocado, um, because that's what we have every year as our um, starter at Christmas. It's a very lovely, nostalgic memory for me. And also, you can't beat a classic. For my main, I would have a beautiful Scottish ribeye steak cooked medium rare with some beef fat potatoes just to be extra excessive. Um, a nice fresh salad on the side, preferably with rocket, just dressed with olive oil and salt, very classic, just to kind of freshen everything up. And then also because just to make it extra excessive, probably some bernet sauce on the side, which is like hollandaise with tarragon. To finish up, I'm not really um, a dessert person. So I would have a plate of cheese. Um, if you force me to have dessert, I'd probably have something boring like raspberry sorbet. But generally, I would like a plate of cheese. Um, nice selection of British cheeses, a little bit stinky, some hard, nice mix-up. Um, which would also go with the nice red wine I would be having with my main course. Probably an Italian style, maybe a Primitivo. Um, we drink those often at Christmas. Um, I normally bring a nice bottle home for Christmas, generally in Italian. Just a big, full-bodied red that would take me through from the steak to the dessert. And then obviously um, sitting around afterwards drinking lots and eating plenty of cheese. Maybe finish off with an espresso martini. Um, just to you know, have that little kick of caffeine and sweetness at the end. Yep, that's what I'd have. Right, Tim, main course. Main course. Um, I thought long and hard about this. So have I. But actually, um, no, I haven't because it's very easy for me. Ready? Yeah. You go first then. You got it Oh, oof, easy, easy. So my favorite dish of all time is my mum's dish. And my mum got this from my paternal grandma. So okay. she actually passed away a few months ago. But chicken divan. Now, you may think, oh, what is that all about? What is that? It is basically chicken with broccoli with a creamy chickeny sauce covered in cheese and crisps and Ooh. baked in the oven crisps yeah as in potato chips but crisps. In potato chips baked in the oven till yeah. made delicious and then brought out and served with white rice 
Ooh. And it is Tim Sounds Tanya. really good. The broccoli. It is my all time favorite dish. Is it like one piece of chicken, like a chicken breast whole, or do you have it chopped up? That's a good point. No, it's not. No, I think it's been sliced mm-hmm. or chopped. I don't know. I don't know. Really I don't know good. how they do it. I've never been able to recreate it in a way that satisfies me. But my grandma's one was great. My mum's one was slightly different, but still amazing. What's and my mum's lasagna as well. My mum's lasagna is really good too. What's the chicken dish called again? Chicken divan. Chicken as divan. in divan, as in French. Ah, it's French dish. Like a divine chicken. Divine chicken. Um, sounds great. Yeah. Oh, and then, well, no, I'll talk about sides in a minute. What about you? What's your main course? My main course, um, it's got to be something meaty. Mm. It's got to be something really meaty. You have, I'm a recent convert to vegetarianism, but I'm not doing very well on this menu. Go on. Um, yeah, but it's your dream menu. You can go off, yeah, off it's, piece it's a little bit. It's all vegetarian chicken. Vegetarian chicken. I think mine's got to be a rack of ribs. <gasps> I love ribs and, ribs and barbecue sauce. Oh, my God. Like it just falls off the bone oh, and melts God. in your mouth. Yeah. Go on. Barbecue sauce. Um, we tried it like last can- last summer when we went to Canada. Um, again, I tried some great food there. Um, we went uh, up to a national park nearby. I think I've spoken about this before. And then when we were staying in like a, a motel just outside the park, we found this really cheap and cheerful restaurant. Um, ridiculously cheap. They're doing like a rack of ribs for like 20 Canadian dollars, which is like, I don't know, like 10 euros or 11 nice. euros or something. We went in there the first day when we arrived and I had a T-bone steak. Nice. For like $15 or something. Have you ever had a T-bone steak? I don't think I know what a T-bone steak is. Well, it's don't like explain a, to me now. It's, it's fine. a big steak with a T-shape in it, in it at the top of the bone. Does that mean? Oh. oh. And so you get like... Is that like part of a leg? No, it's part of the like back of the counter. And the, the it's got part of the tenderloin in it as well. So you kind of get half of it, the the tea in the middle, half of it's like one cut of really good beef. And then the other half is like the tenderloin, like the best part. So it's everything. So the first day I had that, which was banging. It was really, really good. (laughs) And then we were thinking about, oh, where should we go? We we had spent the whole day canoeing and doing all these activities. And then we were like, where should we go for dinner? And speaking to my sister and my girlfriend and, and my sister's boyfriend. And we just said, should we just go back to that restaurant? It was really cheap and it was really good. And the second night, I had the rack of ribs, which is a whole rack of ribs, like a whole side. Oh, my God. Of ribs smothered in barbecue sauce. Oh, my gosh. Really good chips and bottomless Caesar salad. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> That's not what I was expecting you to say. Of all the things to be bottomless. Yeah, bottomless. The ribs weren't bottomless. But the Caesar salad was really, really good as well. No, the ribs didn't, uh, ribs didn't need to be bottomless. It was a whole side of a pig. I ha- remember I had, there was a restaurant, when you said ribs, the restaurant I went to is when I was young and they had, like, if you finish the ribs, you get a refill of ribs. You get a whole oh, other really? rack of ribs. Wow. It was a bit weird. I'm sure they probably went out of business. <laughs> but that's my main, it's got to be a rack of ribs. I love and, and barbecue sauce. And then the Caesar sauce. salad on the side. No. We'll come to the sides later. Oh, okay. Right. So that's our main courses. Mine was rack of ribs. What was yours? Oh, chicken divan. Yeah, chicken divan. Divan. I'm gonna say divan. divan. Chicken it's divan. Not. Chicken da- divan. Okay. Tim, 
sides. Sides. Well, what you having with your ribs? Looking back on my ribs. Um, looking back. They've already got chips with them, right? I don't have to choose the chips. Oh, do they? Me. No, they don't yeah. have chips. You got to You got to. You got to choose, choose the chips. chips. Yeah, you have to choose the chips. I have more than one side. Of course you can. You can have okay. as many sides as you like. All right, great. I'm having several sides. Looking back on my menu, it doesn't have any vegetables in it, but I don't care. Um, you don't need vegetables. It's a dream menu. You don't need any vegetables if you don't want them. There are some vegetables that I like, but um, it's got to have French fries. Not it's to make you chips. feel bad, Tim. I've already had rocket, basil, and broccoli. Just not to make you feel bad. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> um, it's got to have fries. What's the best fries I've ever had? Um, yeah, you're going to be sweet potato fry, curly nah, fry. Normal potato fries. Wedges. Not wedges, no. French thin, cut, thin, thin crispy. Thin cut French cry fries with some skin on them, so they're kind of rustic. That's Ooh, a good. bit of a rustic Frenchie. Um, <laughs> there's a good place in Barcelona, uh, Pimpam Burger. They do really good they fries. They do great fries. Really good fries. Explain what they're like for the They're public? kind of like, you know, they're thicker, slightly thicker than your average like fast food like McDonald's fries. And they're nice. they've got good like crunch to them. And they've always got a really good sauce there. They've got proper French pommes frites sauce. That is kind of like a mixture between salad cream, mayonnaise, tartar sauce. Mm. It has like sauerkraut like in it. Slightly more sour than a mayonnaise. Yeah, it's really good. Yes. So I reckon those and then McDonald's chicken nuggets. <laughs> On the side of your ribs. Yeah. You Did told me that before, but I forgot about it. And I didn't remember it was on the side of a rack of ribs. With more barbecue sauce. Tim, it's so gross. That's How great. many chicken nuggets are talking? Well, I normally go for the, you know, the six to add on when you get it suggested. Six. But nine. Why, why don't you go for the bucket of 50? I don't need, I don't need 50. Either chicken nuggets or KFC uh, crispy strips. I'm torn. Probably McDonald's. McDonald's. Uh, six it's nuggets. Let's <laughs> not be silly. Six McNuggets. Uh, rack of ribs and six McNuggets and a side of fries. Exactly. Sounds good. All right. I would have, I've already mentioned, I'd have the white rice, white basmati rice. White rice. White basmati rice. Very good. Very tasty. It has to go down. It goes down very well with that chicken divan. So well. Covered in salt. Obviously, that's my that's my thing. Salty rice. Salty rice. And okay. then um, the other day, uh, the other week, we went to, uh, I was in London visiting my sister. And we had s creamed spinach. Mm. You ever had creamed yeah. spinach? It's good. So good. So it's basically like. This is way too healthy. I don't know. No, I don't know if it is. I'm not sure. The cream, the cream. It's just okay. loads of dairy. Okay. Um, my, basically, I've said, I've rubbed it in your face, but having vegetables, but it's been covered in dairy. Okay. Every single thing has been covered in dairy. Loads of cheese, loads of cream. It's been creamed spinach, which I don't even know what it is, but it's like creamy and spinachy and been, been blended up to make it just delicious. And then, something that I had at a restaurant many years ago was like an oxtail. Mm. that had been like roasted and then like stripped of all the meat and then rolled up into like kind of a crispy kind of like a parmesan crisp that had been rolled up it was like a tube of oxtail meat. wow that's a side 
Yeah, you have chicken nuggets, sharp. Okay, a whole oxtail. <laughs> I'm okay. having mission and star oxtail. McDonald's all the way. <laughs> no, carry on, sorry. And cream spinach and, I, I mean, I've said, well, now you said fries, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go with fries. I think in another world, another life, and another dish, I would have gone with, I would have gone with chips, good old chips. Okay, but. I can't not with no, this combination. Go, yeah. I can't see it. I can't see it. Yeah, fair enough. I, was, great. I wouldn't miss it. Yours, either. yours goes together. Yours has a lot more sense than mine. I don't think it Makes needs to make sense, sense, Tim. It's your dream menu. Yeah. You can have whatever you want. Right. That's main courses. Main course. And sides. And sides. Hello, my name is Siobhan and I'm going to tell you about my perfect meal. Um, so, my perfect meal would be something that's very traditional in New England, in the US. Um, and now that it's summer, it's making me really miss home and want this meal. So, um, every, every summer I used to go with my old roommate and we would go down to the seaport in Boston and we would buy fresh mussels and lobster and then we would take them home and cook them. So, um, for a drink, you definitely want to pair that with a nice dry white wine. I think we used to do Trimbach Pinot Gris. Um, you could do a Sauvignon Blanc or a Chardonnay. Um, and then we'd start cooking and for the starter, we'd prepare mussels with a little bit of white wine, red pepper, and butter and garlic, of course. And then the main course would be the lobster. So you steam the lobster and then um, serve that with lemon, lots of drawn butter, and the side dish that would probably be best that we always did was corn on the cob. Um, and we would usually eat this outside on our back patio. Uh, it gets a little bit messy with breaking all the lobsters and the shells and juice going everywhere. Um, so you want to have lots of napkins around. And then for a dessert, because after eating all that food, you're going to want something a little light, I'd say a raspberry sorbet with a little bit of mint. Um, so that would be my perfect meal. Timothy, desserts. What are you having? What am I having? I am having what I always used to have as a kid when we were on holiday. Um, I always used to have... Like you and I your said, holidays and eating. That's where you try the best foods, right? When you're Do you on know holidays. where I went on holidays as a kid? Where? To see my grandma. So that's where a lot of my food is homemade stuff. Ah, but my grandma made some really good food as well. I haven't really mentioned, mentioned any of it. The dumplings my grandma made. Oh, they were good. Anyway, that's not a dessert. <laughs> Um, so we used to go on holiday, um, like I said, we used to go to, uh, Greece, Greece quite often. Um, Greek food's amazing. And True I always that. used to have calamari for star and main course, whatever. If it was just a star, I'd say to, like, bring me double, I'll have it as the main course. Mm -hmm. And then for dessert, I would always have, 
um, an orange or a lemon full of orange or lemon sorbet. Do you remember oh, these? Oh, shit. Did yes. you ever try those? Yes. They're so good. They are so good. And they're always on the menu in like holiday places. I would, that would have like been a on, picture my, of them. on my dessert menu if I had my plethora of desserts I want to mention. It's light. It goes well after a whole rack, rack of ribs and chicken nuggets <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. chips. Cleans the palate. <laughs> Cleans the palate. And it just brings back memories of my childhood. Used and just is really tasty. Fish it out of the Some orange skin. Oh. Um, with a spoon or a lemon skin. I think I prefer the orange one, the orange. Really? So big Jaffa no. orange. No, 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 no. What are you on about? Lemon. Gotta go with lemon. Nah, orange. Big Jaffa <laughs> orange. So the big oranges. Stuff full of orange sorbet. You scrape it all out. It's delicious. Is that all you're having? That's it? That's it. Simple. Keep yeah. it simple. Keep it simple. It's got some vitamins in there. <laughs> yeah, at least you got something. <laughs> Eat the orange, be sucking on that orange peel for a while. Exactly. A bit of fiber. What's yours? Right. I've got a few. No surprises. So. Eight? No. One, two, three, four, five, five. Just five. Okay. Right. We're starting off with ice cream and hot apple crumble. That's Vanilla a good ice one. cream. Yeah. Mackies, Mackies, whatever you call it. S Scottish ice cream. Mm -hmm. Is it clotted cream? Ice cream? Don't know. Okay. Don't care. It's just good. Vanilla I quite like apple. Dishes. I like it with ice cream, but I prefer it with custard. Oh. oh. Apple crumble and custard. Oh. Oh. I'm not, I'm not doubting that because the next thing on my list is one thing I used to have a lot as a kid, which was custard with a blob of like raspberry jam in it mm. just did you have mum ever do that to you and then like the, the custard would cool and it would form like a skin and then i'd eat the skin off we have banana and custard banana so you have a chopped up banana yeah. covered in custard it's great banana it and custard <gasps> it's really good banana splits do you remember them yeah they're Lovely great banana split when i was younger mm -hmm. oh you know what i also just remembered like it maybe should have put on my main course was scampi it's gone, mate. It's you missed late. the boat. It's too late. It's too late. Right. So it's not. It's not. It's not that. And it's not custard. And it's not. It's not apple crumble. What is it? Um. And it ain't a pastry with pistachio cream from Sicily, which I had on holiday once, and it was delicious. It ain't okay. that. And it ain't my mum's sticky toffee pudding. No. With caramelly sticky toffee sauce. That ain't does that. sound good. What is it your favourite? A pavlova. Oh, a raspberry pavlova. Yeah. I love a raspberry pavlova. With pistachios on the top. Oh, never had it with Which that. I had with my mum in a restaurant called Kensington Place, which doesn't exist anymore. It was cooked by a chef called Dan Lofton. Who's now dead. He's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was the most, and I don't, I'm not even a big fan of like gelatinous desserts, but it was so good. But I think the reason it was so good is because me and my mum were so drunk. <laughs> but I would, if I could recreate that context, experience yeah. and like having this pavlova and going, this is delicious. Mm. Yeah, if I could be that drunk again and have that dessert in that context, great. I'd be happy all the way home. Happy as Larry. Happy as Larry. Nice. That's dessert. That's dessert. Pavlova for you. Weird orange stuffed sorbet lemon orangey thingy for you. Oh, yeah, there we go. It sounds it's good. 
drinks. What drink are you going to have with yours to wash it all down? Well, along with my filtered still water. Boring. <laughs> You're having filtered still water. <laughs> I'm not. I'm having mineral water out of a bottle. Jesus Christ, Tim. Think well, of the planet. Okay. I'm having a very nice red wine that my red sister wine. introduced me to. Again, at the same place where I had that creamed spinach. It's called Salice Salentino. And it's a Reserva. And it's, I don't know. I'm just reading the bottle. A whole bottle of red wine. No, shared, obviously, with okay. you. I'm having something different. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe it will be by myself. I'll have a glass with of that with my ribs, but I'll also have some other things. What well, what are you gonna have? Well, I think that um a meal like mine <laughs> a main course like mine, to wash it down, it's not what I'm gonna have choose as my drink, but you've got to have just a massive glass of Coca Cola with ice and lemon. Is that your drink? No. That was what you should really have I want to have that with the main course but to have like the fancy drink you can't right you're going to have one drink the Tim. dream you can't, you can't have the dream drink you can't have multiple drinks okay well not the Coca-Cola if we're talking about like probably my favourite drink or my favourite yeah my favourite alcoholic drink would be a nice glass of whiskey Lagavulin only one glass Lagavulin 16 years oh. smoky Islay whiskey oh with just a drop of water, no ice. That's sacrilegious. That was what that'd be what I have. But after the meal, I wouldn't really drink it after, at the at same the time as my ribs. At the end. So I'll just stick with my water during the meal, and then afterwards I'll sip oh. some delicious smoky whiskey. Well, if, you, if you're gonna have you're gonna have coke during the meal, I'm gonna have red wine. But I'm not allowed the coke. You said you can have coke. Why okay. not? If you're talking about after the meal, why not? Yeah. Um, what so you're gonna I have? have a. Uh, a digestif. A oh Christ! The only cocktails I really like are Bloody Marys. I think I'll be well Ooh, full. Have that the next morning after. Yeah, the morning after a Virgin Mary. I made some Bloody Marys on Sunday. Just passed. Did you? They were, were they good? good? They were really nice. Yeah. Why have you never made me a Bloody Mary? Wow. I love Bloody Marys. Okay. Next party. Next party. All right. I need to think. I'll have some kind of cocktail. Probably gin and tonic. Let's be. Let's face facts. Sounds Keep good. it simple. It's a classic. It's a classic. So those were our dream menus. Um, I want to try yours. I want to try yours. Yeah. Because the ribs sound amazing. Sound great. Yeah. Come round to mine. I'll make you a chicken divan. Okay. I'll find some ribs and buy you some McDonald's <laughs> McNuggets. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our stupid dream menus. Yeah, they make no sense. They made me really hungry. Mm, We're suffering now. We We are suffering. We haven't had dinner. And we're not going to go home and have ribs or (laughs) divine chicken. Although McDonald's chicken nuggets might be an option. Do you know what I've got at home waiting for me? What? Courgette soup. Yum. I've got uh, I've got yesterday's risotto, which is quite nice. Wait, Russian listen, risotto, risotto yeah. over soup any day. Yeah. All right, thanks for tuning in, guys. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the podcast. Two teas in a pod. Welcome to the podcast. Two teas in a pod.
thanks for listening to today's show. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we'd like to say thanks to our wonderful sound producer, Ben Ward, for all his hard work editing and recording the show. Um, to Mark Wilding, who made our artwork and branding. To Lisa Marie Court, Bernice Ray, Vicky Malena, and our own Katie Wright for singing the jingles. And obviously the presenters, uh, Katie Wright, the wonderful Katie Wright, and myself. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, uh, leave a comment on the Facebook page or the other social medias and share, 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 share the link. Okay, get out to as many people as possible. So thanks to all our guests this week and tune in next time.